Well, hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And you join me here back in Auckland, New Zealand. A massive welcome home to every single one of you, especially you on YouTube who have been so patient in waiting for us to be back together. I'm so sorry for the last few days to everybody who's been trying to watch on YouTube. We are back though, and it is great to see you. I have a story to tell, and one day I'll tell my story about how a certain airline didn't even, even though they told me, didn't even request for my luggage to be sent, even though they didn't put it on the flight in the first place. It's a long story. You'll hear about it, I'm sure, no doubt, at another time. But it is great to be back here. A massive welcome to all of you on our Spotify and uh, Apple Podcast platforms, all of our audio platforms. I love all of you equally. But it is great to see all of you back here today for another day of the Daily Brew. Day 190, mm, let's say two. Day 192, it is day 192 of 365 days of Bible reading. It is great to have you here with me back in Auckland. Let's get into our scriptures that we're going to be reading today, though, and then get into the brews and then get into the Bible. I'm excited to be back with you today. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 28 to 17, to chapter 17, verse 4. Acts chapter 28, verse 17 to verse 31. And 2 Kings chapter 21, verse 1 to 22, verse 20. So those are our scriptures that we're going to be reading today. Make sure you get into those at some point today as well. But let's talk brews, and we're back with some coffee. It's been a few days on the road with the chaos, crazy times. But we are back with our friends from Mount Atkinson Coffee. It is the Ethiopian Yirgacheffi, which has the tasting notes of caramel, guava, passion fruit, and dark chocolate. Now, we've had this as a Chemex. We've had this as an espresso. And today, we are going to be having it as a plunger. So let's get into it today and see what it tastes like as a plunger form. Cheers. Let's go. Okay. It's a really smooth, it's a really smooth coffee. It's full bodied, but not heavy. Sometimes you have these coffees and you have them and it's like, wowzers, that's, that's a very heavy feel in your mouth. This is very light. This would be perfect for like a Saturday brunch. If you've got some friends over, this is a universally enjoyable coffee. I'm going to give it a 7.8 because it does it, it just doesn't quite float my boat. Like I'm not like I'm not like yes, I love it, but it's not a bad coffee. It's better than average. So 7.8 because I would have this with my friends. It's a coffee I'd use to host people at my house. So enjoy that. Get amongst it. That's going to be it though for this bean. We've used it on every form that I can possibly make it here at home. Apart from cold brew, we haven't had a cold brew, so maybe it'll make a feature in a coming Saturday. But until then though, 7.8, not bad. Highly rated coffee this. You can check it out on their website and grab it, Mount Atkinson on Google. Just chuck it in. Chuck it in the Google machine, it'll tell you. That is it though for the brews today. Let's get into the Bible, the reason that we are here for today. I think we underestimate the power that's in our words. Annalise likes to remind me all the time of the effect that my words have on her. Uh, my personality profile, I, I don't know if you've clocked this yet, but I like to just say stuff. Like I say stuff as I'm thinking about it. I like a good joke. I like to rib people. I like to have some fun and some games. But the effect this can have on her is large because our words carry great power, even our thoughtless words. It's vital, I believe, for us as Christians to get hold of our tongue. We have to get a hold of our tongue and control the words we use, especially in the day that we live in. Verse 32 makes it really clear. Better a patient person than a warrior, one with self-control than one who takes a city. 
I love this little verse here. It's really challenging because patience, it requires self-control. When we exercise self-control over our words, we become more intentional with our words, giving us the opportunity to build others up and bring life to them. You know, you and I, we have the responsibility to not just think about the words that we say, but what words we're going to listen to as well. We take responsibility over those things. Gossip is a sneaky one. It's a sneaky sin. It can be quite a great feeling to entertain gossip, and it can be quite challenging to know what gossip is and what gossip isn't. The dictionary defines gossip as casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people, typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. Let me read that to you again. It's up on the screen for those of you who are watching. Casual or unconstrained conversations or reports about other people, typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true true. This is a pretty uh, interesting definition of what gossip is. When we're casual towards others and are unconstrained, meaning not restricted or limited in our conversations about others that we're in, so if they're not there, but we're just casual, right? We're unconstrained. We're not restricted in our speech and we're not limited into what we're saying. That's when we're in gossip mode. And honestly, doing this study has been so confronting because I reckon that I I'm in gossip mode quite regularly. I think I I find myself, if I look at this and all the conversations that I've had, I think I gossip quite regularly. And that's a pretty confronting reality for us today. But we have to ensure that we don't gossip as part of our conversations. How you speak and how you listen will affect the whole atmosphere in your world. So today I want to encourage us to make a commitment to get rid of gossip from our language and our conversations and to actively fight against the sin and work towards building others up. I wonder today what you think the most important thing or the greatest thing you could do for someone is. Maybe you think it's feeding them, donating to charity so that things are provided. Maybe it's encouraging people or just hanging out with people. I fundamentally believe that the best thing you can do for someone else is introduce them to Jesus. In our passage in Acts today, Paul refers to a famous passage of scripture found in the Old Testament. It's in the book of Isaiah chapter 6 verse 9 to 10. You can read this quote today in the book of Acts chapter 28 verse 26 to 27. Now the message of the gospel has a polarizing effect on humanity. We see it in the New Testament when Paul's preaching the gospel and we see it today in the world that we live in. Isaiah's prophecy is that some hearts would become hard to the gospel message, while others would have a heart inclined and tolerant and happy about the fact that we love Jesus and the message that he brings towards us. Christianity is polarizing. Our faith is not a tolerant faith. So it's going to separate people and separate people's views and opinions. The reality of a polarizing gospel never stopped Whoa, excuse me, that was like a a hiccup and a burp all at once. That was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. And you just experienced it live with me here on day 192. Let's get back to what I was saying. The reality, sorry, that was disgusting. Sorry. The The reality of having a polarizing gospel never stops Paul from being a man on a mission to tell people about Jesus and the kingdom of God. And I'm challenged by that because I think we need to be a generation who has this kind of faith as well. Regardless of If we come against hard hearts, whose desire it is to persecute the church or not, our response is to be faith-filled and our response must be hope. We have to take the message to them. It's not the job of our pastor on a Sunday alone to preach the gospel. Let your life be a living testimony to the kingdom of God. Use words and share the gospel with those around you. Be bold in your faith like Paul and reach out to a hurting and broken generation. Finally, today we see the difference of Uh, that a faithful person has on a nation. 
Today we read about King Manasseh. Now, he was not a man who was faithful to God. He was evil in all of his ways. He reintroduced all of the immoral things and spiritual corruption back to God's people. Then his son Amnon did the same. What walks in fathers runs in sons. You can break the curses of generations before you by falling on your knees and receiving Jesus and accepting the bloodline of Jesus Christ. But often what run what walks in fathers runs in sons. And we see that being done here. When you read Second Chronicles, it's another book of the Bible that we'll get to soon. We read references back to the book of Kings as well. There's a parallel that works over these two books. And what's amazing is that the book of Second Chronicles suggests to us that there was still hope for Manasseh to repent and to return to God and receive his forgiveness. Listen, nobody is too far gone for God to save and to rescue. While King Manasseh was a man who led the nation away from God, Josiah, another king that we read about today, was a young man who led his people back into right relationship with God. I love this because he was only eight years old. His faithfulness to God impacted the nation in a very positive way. See, we get so confident as adults that we know what's going on, and sometimes we disregard what children have to say. But actually, sometimes the children have the greatest faith and the greatest cut through because they are simple in their approach to God. They have a simple faith, and they hear from God very clearly. The words that surrounded Josiah and the nation were so important. Whether it was the written word or the spoken word, they created an environment for him to thrive. Here's the challenge. Let's endeavor to be someone like Josiah who remained faithful. It's Josiah, right? Josiah. Yeah, Josiah, who remained faithful to the Lord and surrounded himself with good works. There's so many random names in the Bible. Just so to be fair, Josiah is not one of them, but it can be. I was like, is it Joshua? Just anyway. Anyway, that's my statement. Let's be those kinds of people. Let me say that again because I just distracted myself. Okay, let's endeavor to be someone like Josiah who remained faithful to the Lord, remained faithful to the Lord and surrounded himself with good words. Remain faithful to the word to the Lord and surround yourself with good words. Let's move on. Let's move on. Verse of the day. Verse of the day today is Proverbs 16:31. It says, Gray hair is a crown of splendor. Gray hair is a crown of splendor. That's good news for somebody. Christians and churches that have old people around do far better than those who do not. Why? Because gray hair is a sign of age. And age, while not always, is often a sign of life experience. That they've been through some stuff, right? That they've seen some battles and that they've fought many fights. Make sure that you as a Christian and that your church that you're a part of has some wise heads around you. Seek out the wisdom that they have and enjoy the splendor of heaven in your life too. And that is it for the Daily Brew today, day 192 of 365 days. Thank you so much for joining me. No matter where you are around the world, I pray this is a blessing to you as you read your scriptures and go deeper into the Word of God. We are only a week away, I think, a week. Yeah, almost a week away from being at 200 days of Bible reading. It's a huge achievement, and I'm so excited for you as you cross that threshold if this is your first time of reading the Bible in a year. It's a huge achievement and I'm looking forward to getting there as well. Hey, a massive thank you to everybody on Spotify and Apple Podcasts who have followed the podcast and rated it. And to those of you who are on YouTube, thank you for subscribing, clicking the bell so you never miss a devotional upload. That is it though for today. If it is the start of your day, have a great rest of your day. Unless it's sleep time, good night, sleep tight. And we'll see you back here tomorrow for another day of The Daily Brew.